oh, self is you and awareness is from the word aware, which means to be attentive or pay attention to yourself in this context. So in simple terms, self-awareness means pain. everyone welcome to evolve with jolade my name is jolade ajifilokun and i'm your host on the show where i aim to inspire and encourage you to grow and become better through the weekly episodes that i release on this particular podcast today's episode we'll be talking about self-awareness what self-awareness is why it is important and how we to practice it in our daily lives so without wasting much of our time let's get right into the topic of the day about self-awareness let's look at the definition of self-awareness self-awareness is a combination of two words which is self and awareness and self means a person and the person can be me or can be you so self is you and awareness is from the word aware which means to be attentive or pay attention to yourself in this context so in simple terms self-awareness means paying attention to yourself Self-awareness is being able to continuously and actively monitor both your internal world and your external world. And what do I mean by your internal world and your external world? Your internal world refers to activities of your mind, your thoughts, your actions, and why your external world is your environment, interaction with others or situations that come your way. So self-awareness is simply taking an outsider position, like you're a third person in this particular scenario, where you do a direct observation or analysis on your thoughts, on your emotions, on your words and your actions, and how they interact with other people around you and situations that arise from you. So why do we need self-awareness or why do we need to pay attention to ourselves? The reason we need to pay attention to ourselves is because most of our thoughts and actions as humans are run on autopilot. They come automatically. If I were to ask you, how did you brush your teeth this morning? You likely respond by saying, uh, I think I just brushed my teeth, <laughs> the usual way I do it. But if you ask the child who was taught, say, how to brush his or her teeth, maybe like two days ago or a day before, how did you brush your teeth this morning? They'll tell you, I brushed upwards, I brushed downwards, I brushed in, I brushed out. And that's because they were just being taught how to brush their teeth about two days ago. And when they were actually brushing their teeth that morning, they paid attention to what they were doing and they could tell you how they actually brush their teeth. Unlike us who has gotten used to the routine of brushing our teeth every morning and we just are not paying attention at that moment when we do it anymore. We are even thinking of maybe what we're going to eat that morning or the clothes we're going to wear when we're going out. So that is what happens. That is what it means when your brain works on autopilot or when your brain works automatically. Because when you do things over and over and over again, it just becomes a routine to your brain and your brain has been programmed to do things that way. So I remember the time I learned the correct way of brushing <laughs> on the internet where they say after you finish brushing your teeth you don't rinse out the toothpaste from your mouth so in that moment after watching that particular video reading that particular um tweet i can't remember which one now i determined that i was going to try it out the next morning and guess what i remember two days later that i said i was going to try to not rinse my mouth after brushing and that is because i got used to brushing my teeth the way i've been taught to so at that moment even though i had said i wasn't going to rinse out my mouth after brushing and let the toothpaste sit in just like it's been advised medically i still went ahead doing what i've always been taught to do and that's because i run on autopilots 
my brain has been programmed to brush my teeth the way I've been taught to brush it. So the only way I'm going to change it is to actually pay attention at that very moment I'm brushing my teeth and say, okay, this is what I'm going to be doing right now. So am I saying it is bad that most of our thoughts or actions are automatically programmed? No, in fact, it is actually beneficial to us in some way as it helps us reduce the time we use for thinking or making some decisions. But however, we can't live our lives or every part of our lives on autopilot because that is an act of being emotionally unintelligent or running away from our responsibilities. And for us to fully understand ourselves, we need to be self-aware to be able to know, okay, this is who I am. This is how I act. This is um, how I feel at this particular moment. This is how I think. And this is how I interact, interact or show up or present myself to my world so in order for us to actually grow self-awareness is one of the things that is important because you need to understand yourself and understand who you are as a person another importance of being self-aware is that when you're self-aware you you're in control of your life basically like you're in charge you feel like you're in charge of life it's actually not you feeling you're actually in charge of your life because you know who you are as a person you know what motivates you you know what um draws you down you know what lifts you up you know how you relate to things and how you relate to situations you know what your values are you know what your beliefs are you know what you stand for and you know what's maybe irritates you in that sense it's just basically knowing who you are and knowing what your thought process is what your thought pattern is what your actions are fraught by and so on and so forth so it is basically understanding the person that is you what makes you you what makes you behave a certain kind of way and understanding yourself in this particular way helps you impact on other helps impact on other relationships around you in terms of how you relate to people what kind of people you like around you and how you also handle situations that arises another reason why self-awareness is important is because it helps you boost your confidence tell me when you know who you are what you're made up of what you like what you don't like what you can undo what you're capable of there's this confidence that arises in you and that's what self-awareness does it makes you confident in who you are as a person it makes you understand who you are how you're structured and then the confidence arises from that awareness or understanding of yourself and when you practice self-awareness regularly you're able to evaluate your good process in the sense that if you're someone who you realize you've actually been paying attention to yourself let's say in the year 2015 and now we're in, in 2022 you know who you were in 2015 and you know who you are now based on how you relate with yourself you're able to see what has changed and what hasn't changed and know that okay this is how far i've gone you're able to see the process of growth that's taking place in your life so it's more it's, it's also it also helps in evaluating who you are as a person so how do we practice self-awareness? The first step in practicing self-awareness involves spending time with yourself. And when I mean spending time with yourself, I don't mean um, sitting down with your phones alone or um, watching a movie alone. No, not that kind of spending time with yourself. I mean sitting down with yourself, creating time with yourself and actually reflecting and doing an introspection on your thoughts, your feelings, your actions. So you're basically asking the why and the what questions. You're creating time with your thoughts. You're sitting with your thoughts. You're asking, why did I feel that way when so-so-so and so person said that? You're asking, why do I believe these things that I owe there to my heart? You're thinking, what for that decision that I make? You're thinking, 
why am i like this why am i set up that way why do i do the things that i do so it's just basically sitting out with yourself creating time with your thoughts doing an introspection of who you are as a person so that's the first step in self-awareness another way you can practice self-awareness is through journaling your thoughts writing and journaling helps you to open up your thought process as it creates a way for you to do an introspection and when you actually read what you've written you're able to connect the dots or identify the patterns so you're basically writing out the exact way you're thinking and so when you read it you're able to say okay this is why this happened this is why i felt that way this is why so 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 and so occurred another way we can get to know ourselves or pay attention to ourselves is by getting feedback from our friends and our families or our loved ones or by asking them what they think about certain things about us so it is usually said that we do not know everything about ourselves there is a particular um window i learned somewhere i think it's called the joari window technique and it's best explains it that there are four ways in which we can actually know ourselves the first one is true open that is what you already know about yourself the second one is eden and what others do not know about you but you know about yourself the third being blind spots what we don't know about you, ourselves but others are able to know it that is we don't know these things about ourselves but when we hack others they're able to tell us that oh you actually behave this way or you actually do this and unknown which is what is unknown about you to you and what is unknown to others i'll take that again open what you already know about yourself like this is me i know this about myself eating is what others do not know about you but you know that about yourself blind spots being what we don't know about ourselves but others are able to tell us like when we ask them they are able to tell us but we don't know that that is what we do or that is who we are and unknown is what is unknown about ourselves to us and what is also unknown about ourselves to others so that explains it basically so it is important that we um, get feedback we ask questions and we listen to also feedback from people as regards to our person so in summary how we practice self-awareness is by creating time with ourselves, creating time with our thoughts and asking the why and what questions, writing and journaling and us being able to connect the dots and the patterns, asking others, our loved ones, our families and our friends for feedback. So self-awareness is a lifelong journey like i said earlier it doesn't end until life ends basically and self-love actually the topic of self-love is not complete without self-awareness in fact how do you even love yourself or how do you love someone without knowing or understanding the person so how do you love yourself without understanding who you are as a person and with self-love comes acceptance acceptance comes with love so basically when you know yourself you're able to love yourself and accept yourself and i want to say something that self um awareness is not something that you just know and you just stick with it so there are things you might find out about yourself that you think requires change so it is actually important that when you identify those things that you actually take um, necessary steps in order to change whatever it is maybe in terms of your thoughts in terms of your thinking pattern or in terms of your beliefs as well so it is actually very important that we put in the tool of change when we are able to actually know who we are and why we do certain things that we do that is the main goal of self-awareness being able to know that okay am i doing things the way i feel it is right or am i doing things the right way am i not not just running on autopilot and when you're actually going through the self, the journey of self-awareness it is important that you also embrace compassion like i said earlier it's not everything you find out about yourself that is always lovely and kind and sweet and <laughs> and mesmerizing you find some things about yourself that are not so nice for example 
you can um, start being self-aware and realize that oh i actually procrastinate a lot and just take necessary change to able to like change the game of procrastination and stop you from being procrastinating so it is actually important that you also embrace compassion as well you don't beat yourself up when you realize that oh i think i've been doing myself by myself <laughs> remember the topic of self-sabotage if you haven't listened to that particular episode i would encourage you to please go back and listen to it so it is important that you embrace self-compassion when you practice self-awareness as well in terms of identifying things that you think are not right or things that are wrong in how you view yourself or how you show up to your world and it's a wrap on today's episode thank you so 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 much for tuning in and listening again i sincerely appreciate each and every one of you and i truly hope you've been able to get one or two things from this particular episode in which you'll be implementing in your own lives and please do not forget to share share with your friends share with your family and if you've been sharing already thank you so much i really and sincerely appreciate you and do not forget to subscribe as well if you're yet to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening from and if there's a comment section as well you can drop in your comments i would appreciate your comments i would appreciate your feedback you can reach out to me on instagram my instagram handle is in the description box of this particular episode you can reach out to me with your questions or reach out to me with your feedback i'll be glad and happy to be able to respond as soon as i can and that's it see you on the next episode till then stay blessed bye the more you praise and celebrate your life the more there is in life to celebrate the more you praise and celebrate your life the more there is in life to celebrate everyone welcome to evolve with jolade my name is jolade ajifalokun and i'm your host on this show where i aim to inspire and encourage you to grow and become better through the weekly episodes that i release today's topic is an interesting one which i think you might have seen from the title of the episode and i'm going to be talking about celebrating your wins why people don't often celebrate their wins and why it is actually important for you to celebrate your wins from time to time so without wasting much of our time let's just get right into the topic of the day So this particular episode is one that is based on a personal experience of what I went through or a stage I was at sometime last year where I was going through a range of emotions and going through different phases and all of that. And while going through that, I actually realized um, within myself that I am someone who doesn't actually pause to actually celebrate our wins in the sense that once I get something I've been chasing for a while or working towards and when it actually actualizes or comes to reality I really do not pay attention or acknowledge it but I am always like so fast to move on to the next thing on my list (laughs) and um, when I realized that I actually had to pause and ask myself some questions and also ask some of my friends some questions just to understand why I was that way and I saw the effects it had on me as well in the sense that me not celebrating or not taking time to actually acknowledge all the things I've been able to achieve or 
all the targets I've been able to meet, I am not, um, it was a disservice to me, it was a disservice to my emotions because I was focused mainly on the things that were actually not working or focusing on the things that I still needed to get instead of actually pausing and acknowledging the fact that I've been able to do ABC and not dwelling on XYZ in that sense. So this is this particular episode is just like an encouragement for people like me out there who find it difficult to celebrate their wins. And I'll be talking about why, the different reasons why some of us don't like celebrating our wins and the reason why you should always look forward or always like take time to also celebrate your wins as well. So if you ask me what a win is, I'll define a win as something that denotes growth or progress. A win is me actualizing my goals or seeing progress in the direction of whatever goal I have set for myself. So while living our lives as humans, it is we actually tend to focus on a end goal or a very big goal rather than focusing on the small significant ones or the small significant steps or wins that actually get us to those goals. We focus on what is not working and we we just look for a way to like make sure that thing that is not working or those things that are not working we try to make sure they are working well and not actually focus on the things that are actually working and also celebrate them and for us to actually enjoy and live our lives it is important that we learn to create an habit of celebrating our wins no matter how small they may be and like i said earlier there are many reasons why some of us or people like me don't like to celebrate our wins as often as we're supposed to and one of the reasons for this is because we just feel we cannot afford to slow down as we are conscious of the time we've actually set for ourselves and even when we get a little win here or a little big or a little win there or even a big win in one area we waste no time in actually moving on to the next big thing or the next goal on our list because we feel like if we actually take time to pause and acknowledge and celebrate whatever win we get now we could have used that time into achieving the next goal on our list and that is actually a very um, bad way to think when it comes to celebrating our wins or eating our goals another reason can be um, a fear of losing steam in the sense that we feel if we actually take a pause or acknowledge or celebrate our wins we might feel relaxed we might feel a sense of fulfillment that will make us feel relaxed and prevent us from actually eating the other goals we've actually set or actually meeting the next big target on our list and another reason can be because of the standard we've actually set for ourselves some of us have set such a high standard for ourselves that even when we get little wins in the direction of whatever goal or whatever target we've actually set out to achieve. We feel it is not significant at all. And so we don't actually see the reason why we need to actually celebrate it to acknowledge the fact that we are making progress. An example can be if, um, assuming I actually made a target for myself to have about, say, $1 million in my investment portfolio. And let's say at the end of this year, I'm, I was only able to manage about $100,000 and to me, as a person who thinks that way, I might feel, okay, I've actually not done anything because the target is $1 million. So why should I celebrate the fact that I have just $100,000? 
and this particular person is someone who actually did not even have an investment portfolio in the first place so because of the target or the big target or the high target or the high standard your share set for herself which is one million dollars hundred thousand dollars at the end of the year is actually insignificant to the standard he or she has set so that is another reason why people actually don't even think celebrating your small wins is actually worth it and some of us it's just that they brought us up in a modest way like we're brought up living modest so we feel like if i actually say i want to share my win with some of my friends or i want to celebrate my win it will look like i am bragging and i actually don't want to come off that way because i don't want to um i don't want it to come off as i am bragging so i'll actually just keep it to myself and just keep on moving so we just feel like if i actually pause and say okay i want to share my win with someone i want to share it on social media or i want to put it out there or celebrate with my friends it might look like i am bragging to those who have actually not been able to achieve that particular thing i was able to achieve and lastly some of us just don't know the importance of celebrating our wins we actually don't think there is a need to celebrate it we don't feel like there's a reason or benefit to actually celebrating our small wins so we just keep it to ourselves and just live our lives <laughs> and move on to the next big thing So after establishing reasons why people actually don't celebrate their wins, it is important that we actually see reasons why you should celebrate your wins so as to understand the importance behind it. The first reason why you should celebrate your wins should be because it helps to prevent you from developing a negative mindset. I spoke about um, having a bad mindset in regards to one of the reasons why people don't celebrate their wins. So celebrating your wins will help you prevent developing a negative mindset. A quote from Oprah actually says that the more you praise and celebrate your life, the more there is in life to celebrate. The more you praise and celebrate your life, the more there is in life to celebrate. So because you are often... Um, you're that person who actually pauses and takes a moment to acknowledge his or her win or actually celebrate his or her win regularly. You automatically anticipate celebrating more wins and you just look forward to more of that in the sense that you look forward to celebrating every little thing that comes your way and this opens up a positive or a good mindset which enables you to actually do more and actually eat more targets in the long run another reason why you should actually celebrate your win is because it increases your motivation for people who are actually scared of losing steam if they actually pause to celebrate the reverse is actually usually the case when you actually do a practice or um, learn a habit of actually celebrating your small wins in the sense that it's been, it has been discovered that acknowledging or celebrating your small wins actually spark um, the reward areas of our brain and it causes a part of our brain to release neurotransmitters or chemicals called dopamine which stimulates um, positive feelings within us it gives us a feeling of pride it gives us feeling of happiness so every for every time you actually pause to actually acknowledge every small win or celebrate every small win that you get your body um, releases a sense of pride and happiness within you and you're motivated to actually do more in the direction of whatever goal is left for you to achieve or whatever target is left for you to achieve so if you're scared of losing steam trust me it is better for you to actually post and celebrate because you feel encouraged and motivated to actually carry on to do more another reason is because it serves as a confidence booster it serves as a confidence booster in the sense that when you actually sit and celebrate and acknowledge every moment or every small win 
it gives you this boldness and this um, sense of audacity that if I was able to achieve this particular thing, I am well enough. I am able to achieve the other target that I set before me. In the sense that when you're looking forward to eating target B, you're able to go with the confidence that, oh, I was able to actually um, meet up with target A that I set for myself. Also, celebrating your small wins help you live in the moment or live in the present. Because while you're there acknowledging um, the win you've been able to achieve you're not fixated on tomorrow you're not fixated on the next big goal you want to achieve or you're not fixated on the future and while you're also taking in each moment while you're celebrating your win you're able to also identify the steps you took that got you that win or the lessons you learned on the journey to achieving that particular win you were able to get and this can also serve as a guide or um, serve as a, a structure, a pattern for you to follow to be able to achieve maybe some of your other goals that you still got to achieve or some of your other targets that you still want to meet ahead. And lastly, sharing or celebrating your wins with your friends, your loved ones, or even maybe the general public can also help inspire or motivate other people. Maybe sharing the journey to achieving that particular goal or sharing what you went through or how you went about it to achieving it can also help inspire help and also motivate others so how do we actually celebrate our goals or our small wins we can learn to celebrate our small wins by breaking our big goals or our seemingly big goals into smaller ones and then take um active steps to actually celebrate each and every small goal that you were able to achieve for example if um, my goal is to lose about 10 kg before the end of the year for every one kg that i lose i am going to celebrate and i'm not saying celebrated by eating more junks but like i'm going to look for a way to actually celebrate the fact that i have lost one kg and also rewarding yourself also helps you can decide to maybe give yourself say four hours of rest or take yourself to a spa or just something to just reward yourself for the work you've put into achieving whatever it is you've been able to achieve as well and also taking off pressure from yourself you can learn to celebrate your small wins by taking off pressure from yourself because it is actually very important that you do whatever it is you're doing or you live your life with a pressure free mind and in wrapping up i would like to say this it is very very important to celebrate yourself because you need to be your biggest fan you need to be your biggest cheerleader some of us or some of you might not actually consider what you're doing or what it is you've been able to achieve as a big thing but to others it is so always learn to celebrate yourself always learn to be your biggest fan always learn to be your biggest cheerleader And it's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening once again. I really do hope you've been able to get one or two things from this topic. And if this is your first time listening to me, you're absolutely welcome. And please do subscribe on whatever platform it is you're listening from if you want to keep hearing more from me. And also drop in your comments where necessary. You can also reach out to me on my Instagram. My handle is in the description box of this particular episode. And please do not forget to share. Share with your loved ones. Share with your friends. Share with your family. Spread the message around. And that's it on today's episode. See you 
on the next episode until then stay blessed bye